Yep, she's a woo girl. Woo! <laughs> Welcome to the One More Rep Podcast. We take it beyond the barbell. I'm your host, Modingo, and it's nine o'clock and bro's drinking. Is is this your first iced coffee? Yep. Or cold brew? Cold brew. Cold, first cold brew of the day at 9 p.m.? Yeah. About to get some, some 16-year-olds about to get smoked in some, in some, uh, it probably some is PUBG tonight. Yeah, yeah, it's probably going to happen. But my, my dude, the smoker of 14-year-olds on uh, PUBG, Teddy Brozevelt, what's up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not big. Uh, Teddy's not bad. Come on, man. The Rough Riders? man went into a bar and recruited like a whole squad to go like whack some folks, man. How gangster is that? That's gangster, but I mean, <laughs> Tupac did the same thing. True. true, true. No. <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt. You like his one quote, the man in the arena. Yeah, that is a good quote. What, two men enter, one man leaves? You need to read it? Yeah, go ahead. Actually do something. She doesn't even know where that quote came from, two men enter, one man leaves. No. Still. <sighs> okay. It's called the man in the arena. <laughs> it is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how, how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again, again, and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least he know, at least fails while daring greatly so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Yeah, the last part is what I like the most. Like, Don't talk about it, be about it. Yeah, a lot of talkers are around this freaking world, Mo. Same talkers are the same ones that are bitchers. <laughs> They talk, 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 and they bitch, bitch, bitch. It's like that uh, video you see with the two dogs barking at each other. Yeah. Between the fence, and they keep scooting over to the side, and all of a sudden the fence is gone. They're like, oh, hey, hey, what's, what's up? Hey, here, lick hey, my balls. Hey. <laughs> I'm going to pee on you. Here, lift my here's my butthole. <laughs> you want to sniff my butthole? Gross. Hey, Jenna, what's up? Hi. I, I wasn't transitioning from dog buttholes to you, but <laughs> we, we, we do have that to say, what's up, Jenna? So basically you were. No, no, I just wanted to make sure I clearly identified that that, that is he not was. where that was going. It's exactly where he was going. <laughs> Mo's been on the fence, you know, kind of between being like, a Like bully. that fence between the dogs? Yeah. Like that? <laughs> yes. So we have our Patreon peeps that we got to give a shout out to. And we have this week's sound effects. Yeah. By Brody. Bro- <laughs> Brought to you by bro. I'm not doing them. This Why? is your job. You right. do one fucking thing on this podcast. Read some names. <laughs> At least I do something. You do nothing. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> First up, we got Ryan Burgai. Probably saying your last name wrong. Sorry if I am. Let Say me it. know what it is. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Then we have Lavana. Uh, <laughs> Jerry Ricciardi. Whoa. 
Jamie Metcalf. Wah! <laughs> Same sound effect. And it, it, was just, it was just longer. <laughs> it was a different key and it was a little bit longer. Tim Carlton. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Gareth Crowther. Yeah! Australian. We so, talked about sorry, this. Sorry, oh, Gareth. Yeah. She didn't look up the didgeridoo sound. Brody. Michelle Rowell. Wow. And last but not least, Rick Terry. <laughs> <Wow. laughs> there you have it, folks. Thanks for playing. But anyways, thanks, Patreon peeps. Um, your boxes should be here, I think. If not, by the time you're listening to this, sometime soon, because it'll be November. Mm. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff in there, and we're excited about it. We've had them sitting and ready for... Did you put the last contents up on our website? They yeah. should be out by now. Yeah, so I've put, if you're interested in doing a swag box and you haven't, and you're like, what's in these things? I have made um, a Patreon portion on the website and mm-hmm. it has like a breakdown of everything that was in there with a picture. That's cool. Basically, if you haven't um, subscribed yet, you're just you're letting a country down. Tell them what, that's pretty just, much it. Just tell them what uh, was in the last one, Jenna, that you put together. Um, so we had seven five clothing. Um, we had a t shirt in there. We had uh, a scent protein, which is super good if you've never had it. And shakers, it's literally my favorite. Um, chocolate peanut butter is good. Yeah, that's like honestly, it's my favorite protein. Um. Bear Complex. Bear Complex hand grips. Mm. Not only the grips, but the new... Yeah, they're brand new. The, 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 the black diamond the, ones. Yeah. I got... Tef- I have a pair. The, uh, <clears throat> like those, hip, those heavy duty ones? No. I didn't get a chance to see them. Yeah. They're, so I have the... I have the... Um, the three finger ones? N- uh, they sent three finger, but I have... The ones I have were... Uh, shit. I'm forgetting the name of them, but these ones require a little, very little chalk. Sometimes you don't even need to chalk with these ones because they're so tacky. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, just the example, those are $50 grips. You go buy them right now anywhere they're 50 What? Yeah. Yeah. So think about it, $50 grips right there. 7.5 shirt, Ascent Protein, uh, uh, Numa. Numa was in there. And? And we put uh, Blonix in there. That, uh, that's for the next box. Oh, okay. Yeah, that'll be coming out. Way to ruin it. No, I, I didn't, didn't say anything. Say I just he just went like this. No, her. <laughs> well, so no, not the no. The Blonix is for this box. He was talking about the other the thing. other thing for the other yeah. box. But yeah, for the box. Blonix was in the last box. It, they, I just put the one like they're getting the, right now. Um, headbands and oh yeah, we have a bunch of headbands to give away. So we're kind of just like putting a different color in each box just to give something different. Yep. And we have a coupon code thing to give. And then, yeah, that was it for that box. That was legit. Yeah. She put that box together and I was pretty impressed. And you guys already know Jenna rarely impresses me. So, <laughs> Yes, we do. We all know that. <laughs> but this next box is pretty cool too. And I'm super excited. Yeah. It's definitely really. Yeah, that's the one I'm excited for. I didn't realize it was like another box down the road. Like that's the one I'm ready for everybody to get. Yeah. So they'll yeah. hopefully have had it by the time that they listen to this it's, one. It's been fun putting them together and just talking to different. Because you're shopping with our money is basically yeah. right. how that works. Yeah. Throwing dollar bills at people. We still don't know the code <laughs> to the Patreon. So Jenna, why, where'd you get all that new gear? 
what new gear? <laughs> yeah, you're keeping the gear from the swag boxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you used to talk to these vendors like, well, how many... Um, how Jenna, many- how come every box has leggings? <laughs> <laughs> we and got, tape. <laughs> we actually have 20 boxes. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm going to need... 50 pairs of Lulu pants. Yeah, that's what, that's what she says. Like, the, these companies are like, well, how many, how many uh, boxes are there? And she'd be like, six. We know there's only five, Jenna. <laughs> we said the last, Jenna's the sixth box. No, I haven't done that. But there has been some people that have given us some things, which we'll say in the next one. Yeah, but, that, yep. Um, yeah. She but, really actually, she... I didn't she's think she could. Yeah, she's been I didn't think she there. could outdo the first one. She's already outdone the first one. They've, with this they've next all one. are very. They're, they're, there's good stuff in there, but it, it's all progressive. But it's all. It's not the same stuff every time either, though. You no, know, the thing that I like honestly in each each box, the first two, there's been one. Just one of the items is worth has been well is worth a lot. Yeah, honestly, you know, fifty dollar grips in the last one. And twenty five dollar shirt, seventy mm-hmm. seventy five bucks right there, not including the other stuff you got in this next and one. The one the next box, I know one item's fifty, yeah. at least fifty bucks minimum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and then the box after that, I haven't even. There's told. another one. Well, yeah, there will be an. I mean, you're there, two there ahead? will be, huh? You're two ahead. No, no, I just have an idea. Oh, what, okay. But I can't. I mean, I can't really. Of how she's going to spend our money. But anyways, sign yeah. up. It helps us. Uh, we thank. Well. <laughs> We really don't know. <laughs> Jenna keeps saying we have a lot of um, PayPal fees and Patreon fees. Yeah. I think there's a Jenna Fisher fee. Well, somewhere. There's probably one in there too, but yeah. th- that's why I want to switch to that other one. Yeah. The, the one that we can actually have we, access we, to. We can actually see. Yeah. <laughs> you guys can have all the access you want. There's just only... a bunch of babies, honestly. I need some <laughs> girls around here. No. No. Boys no. and babies. No. Moving on. Because I know the first hey, one is going to volunteer. Like <laughs> All right. This week, leadership. Yeah. Throw sent a screenshot of a white of a uh, of a whiteboard, one of the little whiteboards we use to take our notes, and it said, "Leadership not about being the best; it's about making everyone else better." Boom. Really, the the picture just basically drops the mic, and we could really just end the podcast right here because it says a lot. Yeah. I feel like we say that every time. We don't. Not every time. If you'd listen to the podcast, we know that. We don't do that every time. That's pretty quick of you. I'm proud. What's quick? See, ladies and gentlemen, this is what happens when she gets a cold brew in her hand. Yeah. She starts firing back. Yeah. Talking shit. Go back to sleep. (laughs) Go back to surfing the interwebs. My eyeballs are... No, my phone's almost dead. (laughs) <laughs> oh, do you need to plug it in? Or? No, it's fine. no okay. Mo. Don't let her plug it in. It was 100% when we started the last podcast. Now it's it was zero. Not. She's probably over there trading cryptocurrency or something or farming for Bitcoin. Maybe no, that's why. She's <laughs> investing our freaking, our money. Whatever from, juice we have from, left. Yeah, from Patreon. I'm actually gambling on my phone. She's putting that money in her acorn. <laughs> <laughs> no, the leadership. So, man, we both, Mo's been in a leadership role. I've been in a leadership role. Jenna has never been in a leadership role. But she was. She said she was the candidate of her dance squad, though, right? <laughs> Supposedly, Mo. We've seen a picture that could definitely pass as Halloween. I don't. <laughs> Whatever, dude. There was enough makeup on your face that it could. I did dance for ten years. I have Supposedly. many VHS tapes. We need a TV in here with a VHS. I actually have a VCR. I'll bring it in next okay, time. Okay, there you go. Here's we'll here's all I gotta say, I'm guys. If you do something for ten years, you will retain something <laughs> out of that. I've I know. Seen, I've seen her. I've seen her dance in here when the music. <laughs> comes on when some of the girls start dancing and she definitely if she went to the dance studio she went to the the 
weakest dance studio in the world. It isn't like uh, what's the, what's that dance movie? Bring it on or no? <laughs> That's the That's cheerleading, cheerleading movie. one. Fuck, it's still sure. a good. Movie. It's still a good movie. Um, what's the? It's already been with a guy. With a guy. The dude step it up or <laughs> oh, uh, come on, you know what's the, it? The guy, the the Magic, Magic Mike, Mike dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pain, yeah, that yeah. guy. Yeah. What was the movie? The guy in the G.I. Joe movie. Yeah, they yeah. made all Yeah, he made those dance movies. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't remember what they're okay, called. Okay, first of all, he's a stripper. Well, there's... No, not, not Magic, Magic Mike. Mike. He did another movie oh. before that where he was a dancer. <laughs> I think he is a dancer by trade, isn't he? Yeah. See, Dude, and, and, and all, all our... All our you guys uh, made a break dance for you? All our female listeners are like screaming the name of this movie right yeah. now. Yeah, gosh. And probably Eric too. Because <laughs> I know Eric likes likes a good dance movie. But I've watched it you many know times. He's freaking out right now. <laughs> yeah. There's all kinds of medical supplies getting sent to the wrong yeah. zip codes now because Eric. he's he's tearing things apart. Yeah. Eric's like, oh my god. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Eric. Oh my god, it's Shani Tatum. Yeah, no one is safe. Yeah. No one in the Walmart rep family. I got is his safe. poster up in my room. <laughs> he's my screensaver. Uh, Wallpaper. Yeah, definitely got to <laughs> figure that movie out. Jenna, I, I literally don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Type in Channing Tatum so we can figure this out so we can move on because I'm not going to be able to sleep <laughs> until I figure this out. That dude can dance though. And I'm not going to lie to you, Mo. Uh, like is, he literally was a dancer yeah, though, right? Yeah. But yeah, th- step up. Yeah, you were laughing at me. And I was <laughs> laughing at the fact that you knew it. It's a good movie. All those are it's really It's fantastic. Good. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think it's because I have a secret thing like if I ever could learn to dance, yeah. I would do it. Who wouldn't want to well, dance? I don't know. Yeah. See, uh, people know me. Like, see, and 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 this is like maybe something ladies don't know, but like guys, like when we're you know younger and we're in that hunting phase, we all wish we could dance, but you can't. But we can't. You know, not all of us can. Like the dudes that could always <laughs> dance always got chicks. I couldn't dance. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I used to go to the wreck all the time, and we would dance every Friday. Yeah, I'm sure you did. <laughs> we did. Well, that was probably I, like eight years ago for you. <laughs> yeah, because I couldn't. Yeah, dance. she's doing the math. How close was it? I mean, I was in junior high. <laughs> uh, uh, did they have roller rinks around here? Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, well, Pickle, we have 36 Skate Club. Uh, see, I used yeah. to go there too. Uh, Vandalia has one here. And I would have those little light up uh, pacifier things. <laughs> I had those when I was going to raves when we were probably about the same age or we were probably around the same time, you know, except I was, you know, 15 years older than you <laughs> listening to a vastly different music. No, we were probably listening to the same shit. You know, the things that kids listen. I mean, at least I know what I listen to, but I remember I would bribe my grandma cause my mom would never let me buy it. And I'd be like, grandma, can you I buy know. me this Luke Skywalker tape? No, I'd be like, it's I know. about Star Wars. <laughs> no, I'd be like, I know Nelly has explicit on there, but can we please buy it? I won't, I'll skip that song. I promise. I promise. She'll buy it for me. Yeah, but that's when you put your thumb over that and you say, hey, will you buy this for me? <laughs> Come on, man. You got to learn how to do the system. My grandma wasn't stupid. <laughs> she ain't going to see through your thumb. But bro, you got to, you got to remember though, like you were pretty tactical because like when you talked about how you were able to manipulate your grades, mm-hmm. that's a, you know, that's a leadership tool right there. <laughs> yeah, it was because I helped a lot of people out. See, there you go. Leading from the front. And I was making Taking money. one for the team. Yeah. And putting yourself out there in front of everyone. Entrepreneur. Uh, Bernie Mays, come to the office. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know the hell you're talking about. I didn't help nobody. <laughs> look at, look at my grades. Yeah, like, you know, I'm not smart enough to do I that. I don't have any friends. <laughs> what are you talking about? Nobody likes me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But getting back to the topic, <laughs> leadership, yeah. So uh, it's about making everybody else around you better. I think sometimes arbitrarily, 
when people think about being a leader, they think about being out in front and maybe getting all the attention. Or you know, when you're thinking it from a very uh, narrow perspective, a narrow viewpoint. Yeah. You know, leading like the team captain or the, someone who gets all the praise or someone who's out in front. Yeah. Um, I argue that that's not always the case. Well, there's... There's different types. There's leaders. quiet leaders. Yeah. And then there's... Vocal leader, leaders. Vocal leaders. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think... I don't have a problem with either, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I think both are great. Leadership is huge. Uh, and different most, situations require different types of leaders. If, if you're actually a leader, you know, if you're not okay. a cheerleader, right? <laughs> like Jenna. I and, was uh, never a cheerleader. Ugh. But, um, <laughs> Sorry, spirit squad. <laughs> <laughs> spirit <Wasn't> fingers. That... <laughs> Eric and... Who's, uh, who's all doing it? Who's Alana's doing it? Yeah. Gareth, uh, do you know what's... Just Gareth, spirit fingers, Google it, man. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't hit images because it could be bad. <laughs> <laughs> that could be code name for something. We yeah. don't want you to see. Yeah, Brian's just shaking his head, drinking a Guinness right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, leadership can often often be confused that if I'm vocal, I'm a leader, right? Okay. Because I talk a lot. Mm-hmm. No, you just talk a lot. <laughs> I mean, I've seen it so many times. People would want to try to be a leader and they won't shut the fuck up and let the real leader kind of come up. And like, it usually sometimes takes a real leader like, all right, bro, step down. Like, yeah. it's, it's just enough. What it, he's trying to say, guys. So like, <laughs> it's like the Game of Thrones finale. You remember when, what's his name was trying to say? Oh. <laughs> and then Sansa walks up and like, bitch, sit the fuck down. <laughs> You're no leader. <laughs> Who that, are you? that was pretty comical, yeah. like how they wrote that in there. That guy was like, well, you know, I guess I'm the person you need to lead. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Stand up there with, you know, with yeah. his chest all out and proud. And everybody just sort of looks at him and they're like, sit. quietly like, yeah. sit your ass. Mm-hmm. Sit your $2 ass down before I make change. Yeah, right. <laughs> so you do have those type of people who try to be leaders, but they're really not. I think leaders are something, in my opinion, that elevates everybody around them in a, in a positive manner. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's at the sacrifice of themselves, mm-hmm. which, you know, we can compare to military uh, leadership. Uh, let's talk about Murph because uh, everybody knows about Michael Murphy, right? Uh, goes out. Uh, if you don't know the story, look it up, but we'll highlight the end. And uh, they could not get a call out to get a quick reaction force because they're in the mountains. Yeah, the, the, the satellite cell phone, phone was wasn't not working. working. So they were like in a valley. Yep. And the only way they could get any kind of communication out was to use a commercial off-the-shelf cell phone, which they knew as soon as that signal went off, it was going to let the enemy know exactly where they, well, not exactly, but give them a pretty damn good idea where they were. Well, when, at the very end, when he goes out, he finally makes the call. He has to climb out onto this rock. Expose um, himself. Expose himself to enemy fire. Uh, he ended up taking multiple rounds. But even though when he was being shot, shot at and even shot when he was on the phone. Uh, at one point, he even dropped the phone uh, because of impact. He still gets a call out, sacrificing his life, mm-hmm. which ended up being his life, uh, to get people notified that, hey, stuff's going down that they didn't know about. And crazy thing is, uh, if you, the movie doesn't dictate this or doesn't show it, um, but he actually went on. He, he was still fighting for time, a long time being. They found his body yeah, pretty far away from I thought maybe a mile from where he made the call. Um, so it's, you know, it sucks, but he knew it, is, it was his job. He was a leader. And, and still had the presence of mind to say thank you. Yeah, at right. At the end of the at phone the call. Of, yeah, to people that talk. So yeah. uh, that's just one thing of where 
a leader will sacrifice themselves in order for his boys to ho- hopefully make it through this. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where I get very annoyed when I see people who are in a leadership role and they're only focused on themselves. Not, I see not willing to sacrifice for the greater good. Dude, I see it. I see it too many times on Facebook, Instagram, gym owners, the all social the, justice warriors, bro. What? All they do is they post, they post these videos of nothing but themselves lifting and all their accomplishments all the successes. and all their successes. I've never seen one member of theirs get posted on a video on their page or even, you know, it's, it, it, all they care about is themselves and they're in a leadership role. It drives me nuts as an owner. Like, I just can't believe that I can't, I just can't, I can't even fathom like, Hey, look at me. Don't look at anybody else. Like it's, and there, it's okay to share videos of yourself, but when it's to the point of it's all about you and you don't care about the rest of your members who are giving you a profession and a job. Um, and to do what you Helping love. to keep the lights on. Right. And then, yeah, yeah. Like you, you said, I mean? to, to allow you to do something that you love. Yeah. But now, but when they want to, oh, who's your leader? Well, I am. Well, motherfucker, show me. Like, don't, <laughs> don't sit here and act like a leader and don't say you're a leader when you're really not because your actions show me that you are not a leader, right? And Murphy's actions shows exactly what a leader does. At his own demise, he will sacrifice himself for anybody else so they can possibly live. I mean, and we're not going to do this life or death, but I'll sacrifice my workouts. I'll sacrifice my time. I'll sacrifice anything else I have at the benefit of our member any single day, every single moment of the day. And one of the things we talked about early on in the days when there was a uh, increase in the number of CrossFit uh, affiliates that were uh, starting to post up around the country, well, the world for that matter, is a lot of these people that were opening up gyms was they thought they could go to open their own gym. You know, like they feel the dreams, they build it and they will come and I can work out three times a day and I'll make it to regionals. Right. Like, God, they have, can you imagine having that mindset of I'm going to open a gym and I'll be able to work out all the time. Anytime I want, I'll have my own stuff. I'll be able to do my own programming. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do really well. I'm going to be the best crossfitter and be the best shape in my life. And then I can help people. Well, and, and, like, but also I think kind of with some of that mentality and thought processes, well, I'll have all this at my access and I'll be the best athlete <laughs> in my gym. Um, I've not seen a lot of situations where those two things correlate and mesh well, where you can be the best athlete and have a successful business. Well, I want to tell you, it's oil and water. That's what it is. You're the oil and they're the water, mm-hmm. right? And you are, it's never going to mix. It won't mix. If you have the mentality, don't get me wrong. Okay. Don't get me wrong. You can be a really good athlete. Mm-hmm. Okay. The best that, that in my opinion, that's, that's a debate, right? Because you could be the best at certain things, but, but there's CrossFit other people, will show you weakness, but there's other yeah. people that are better at you at certain things. Mm-hmm. Right. So the best who gives a shit, but you can be a really good athlete and also be a good be owner a yeah. and be a good leader, right? I think there, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, oh, agreed. The, the, the problem that you get is the same type of people is when, when it's time for their workout or um, like say, give you an example. If I'm, if I train at 4.30, I'm going to work out at 5.30 and I've got my pre, and this happened, I don't, good God, I don't know how many times this has happened and it doesn't bother me at all. 
I have my pre-workout already done. I've done everything <laughs> like warm, ready to go. I, I know where you're and going. And then I'm getting ready to work out at 530. And then someone from 430 is like, hey, man, you know, can you check this out? Or yeah. I've been having an issue with this, my right hip uh-huh. or whatever. Dude, yeah, I don't care about my workout at that point. At that point, yeah. At that point, they're... The, their hip or their whatever, or their issue, or even if they need to talk about anything uh-huh. is outweighs anything I'm about to do that concerns me. And sometimes I'm able to, maybe I miss a strength that I can jump into, I'll fin- I'll do a quick warm up and jump into the wad. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes I'm like, you know, this is, I just, I'm, you missed your window. My, my mind's not really into that right now. Yeah. Like the I worst just, part about all that though, is like when you take your pre-workout and you're trying to help somebody and you're, let's go. You're doing cartwheels in yeah. your head. <laughs> <laughs> and like your skin is like on fire. Cause bro, why are you keep scratching your face? <laughs> it's a bit damn it. <laughs> he just acts like that all the time. <laughs> yeah. That's a, uh, that is a, that is a, I, I understand that challenge, but it is, that's the only downside to all of that yeah, is that you just, you're, you're so jacked and you're so juiced and someone's trying to either share something with you or they're asking for some help. That's very detailed yeah. and you have to be very slow and methodical and meticulous with what you're, is you're trying to provide them instruction on, but and you're like, <laughs> but you're like, your resting heart rate's about 130 beats a minute. Yeah. I think the mind's always at 130. <laughs> um, resting. Yeah. I, you know, there, there are times though, you know, I'm obviously human, but you know, we'll have this, someone will need help and it'll be something I'm really looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, it could be- Rope climbs and, and, and a bike. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it, it, so I'm like, yeah, it is what it is. I really don't care. And I tried it, like I made up yesterday, today in the afternoon mm-hmm. and uh, Jenna got to sit there and talk shit. And <laughs> I did not. Actually. You did. She actually did pretty good. Usually she will, she'll, she'll find times to talk shit, but then she also knows that I'll save enough energy to beat her ass if she talks too much shit. <laughs> so I'll take a couple rounds off in order to beat her ass if needed. But, um, so I get in and when I can, but yeah. And I'm not sitting here putting my ass. I don't, I don't, it's, it's who I am. I'm not putting myself on this podium or whatever. That's who I am. I believe as a leader across the board, I know Mo without a doubt would sacrifice any single thing as a leader to make sure his airmen were always taken care of. And I think, I mean, this is like pre-show, like the discussions you had with what we had like long before we decided to start documenting. Then I remember you saying something about, you know, that you knew that when you signed that lease and you got that affiliate that you were no longer going to be the best athlete. It didn't matter to me at that point. But but to some people, it's still a thing, you know, to to be the best at X. My focus is, yeah, your focus, your focus has to change because if I'm so focused on myself and um, like, well, Hey, we'll just, let's get a PT session and we'll do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. If that person came up to me. Right. So now I'm going to make money off of them where I could help them for 10 minutes. Cause I want to go work out mm-hmm. some stupid shit like that. These assholes do. But, um, yeah, if I, if I got all the focus on me and I'm focused on my training, I'm focused on my food, I'm focused on my recovery, I'm focused on my mobility and I'm focused on me, the me, next me, day. Me, me. How do I focus on Jenna? How do I focus on you know, on the other hundred plus athletes that you, that call this place, there's their second home. You know? How you can't, you can't do it. And I can't, I couldn't focus on programming. I couldn't focus on getting the little shit done, you know, toilets, sweeping, mopping, the things that matter. People don't want, <laughs> people don't want piss on the back of the toilet and no. I don't blame them. I wouldn't either. Like 
you know, that's not what they pay for, but it's, it's, it's way it should be yeah. like, they don't know, deserve that. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it, it, it is what it is. When you, when you're, when you are a gym owner, your leadership starts literally, like I said, from when you sign that lease, mm. it's real, it's real shit. Then you, you are, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's real. Honestly, yeah. you knew it was real when the fucking equipment showed up. Yeah. Like, holy shit. There's 10 grand sitting yeah, there's right $10 there. $10 in, in wrapped up in cardboard or $10,000 wrapped up in cardboard. Yeah. It's got that new it's equipment real. smell. Yeah. It's so real. And you're yeah. like, and I got to put all this shit together. Right. <laughs> and, but you know, in all honesty, dude, um, I was watching, I said this last, I looked through some old videos back when I worked out on a more, and all, I also, I make excuses sometimes. I could work out more, um, but I feel guilty. So it's my own problem. But man, I just, I remember I looked at videos like 2016. I was definitely in shape. Mm -hmm. I definitely was much more in shape than I am now. <laughs> I'm now a shape. <laughs> and, uh, um, so sometimes I struggle with, on my own mm -hmm. and it's not because of the members not because of me sacrificing whatever sometimes i'm like yeah how you prioritize things now it, what's that the way i mean the way you prioritize things now is different than it was even oh, a year yeah. ago always, let alone three years evolving, ago yeah. yeah um but you know you know i feel guilty sometimes that actually i was just talking to tony about this sometimes when i can't if i can't finish my own programming that i put out there mm -hmm. yeah shit i how could I? I'm not, I'm not working out all the time. Like, I can't expect it. I can't expect to go out there and crush it. And, but sometimes as a, a person who still likes to compete, uh -huh. when you're not in top shape and you can't even finish your own shit <laughs> and everybody's looking at you and they're like, yeah, you, yeah, you, you, you did this. I know, there's been several times I walk in here and like at the end of a workout, yeah, you're, you're, you're just somewhat apologizing to people like that was stupid guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I missed it. But you didn't see the freaking 15 minutes took me to get up to even say that because <laughs> <laughs> you were thinking it in the middle of the workout as the clock still running. I've made, I've done, I've done a workout and it literally finished the first round. Like this is fucking stupid. <laughs> this was a bad idea. I think that every day. So like, Jenna, literally. from different areas of sport and now even as a um, independent business owner, like as far as leadership, like how, how do you kind of, what, what do you see as a leader? Mm, I look at other people as a leader, I guess, not really myself, but... Which would be hard because you're, you're, you are your business. Yeah, yeah I don't really feel like a, I'm a leader as a business owner just because I'm not like in charge of other people, I guess. I'm in charge of myself. Mm -hmm. Or you don't have people looking up. To, yeah. You don't have a bunch of little photographers following you around. Yeah. So... But I you guess do have people that reach out to you. Like for help? Yeah. Yeah, actually, somebody just did. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so let's talk about that. Yeah. That's, that is, in essence, someone reaching out is... Because they, they view you, you uh, yeah. as a leader. Yeah, like, bro, I was just about to say. Yeah. Look at you. Aw. It wasn't, like, for photography. It was, like, more for marketing help. Like, they need Whatever. help with their website. But, yeah, I don't really feel like I'm in, like, a leadership role, per se, I guess. Maybe not daily, but if people still look up to you and seek advice from you, yeah. they obviously value your opinion or they're desperate. <laughs> I was that kid in school. Actually, this is like one of the first things I thought of when you guys were talking about uh, like leadership was, you know, when you're in school and you're like in a group and you're like waiting for that one leader to like take hold of the group. I was, the, like, I was the person like waiting for that person. Like, is, someone, <laughs> is someone going to put that yeah. fire out? 
No, I mean, I hope just, I'm like just a gonna leader burn. when it comes to <laughs> sports and stuff. I was a captain of my team. I don't, I mean, I don't really have anything awesome to say draw? about leadership. I wasn't, I've never been anything like. But, but I would think that just solely based off your tenure here at, at XS, that there's people probably that view you, you know, you might, you're not the owner, but they view you in some regards as a leader among the athlete population. Yeah, maybe. A groundskeeper. She's here all the time. Yeah. No, I, actually, I just told her this the other day. People look up to her. So mm-hmm. we've done, we do this. Um, oh, the letter thing? The letter. So yeah. every. Yeah, it's about that time of year. Yeah. So every Christmas holiday season, like the month of December, we'll do a thing where people can write an anonymous, anonymous letter about someone in the gym that they uh, look up to. Mm-hmm. And then we have an area where they can hang it up. And it's really cool. And she always has multiple letters up there. So she, you know, as much as uh, we bash Jenna now, it was just me for a long time. And now it's we, which is kind of cool. I have a teammate. But so um, cool. <laughs> but the, we're on the fun train. Yeah. And she does. She has a lot of people look up to her. And I think stuff that kind of um, people that go, things that go unseen that they may not even understand is. When people come in, she's always first, one of the first to greet them. That was one of the things I was going to point out is that uh, I've heard multiple people say that, that Jenna was the first person they met before they even met you. Yeah. I mean, because you're probably, you know, I mean, juggling I'm, chainsaws somewhere. Well, you're just coaching class and yeah. it's, you know, whatever, doing my thing. You know, even though I, I'll, I'll still break away and say, hey, whatever. Jenna is usually over there talking to him. Gary does a really good job about it too, but <clears throat> she does that. So, yeah, leaders. Don't have to, okay, let's, let's talk about, she was just talking and she was in her group. She was waiting for someone to step up and do it. Mm-hmm. Does that mean she's not a leader? No, maybe she's more of a behind the scenes leader. Mm-hmm. So maybe she's not the, the face of CrossFit Access, she's not the owner, mm-hmm. but she is behind the scene where she can go up to this person who's never even stepped foot in our gym. That's, that's a leadership because we could have eight other people standing around and she was the first one to mm-hmm. actually go do that. Some people aren't comfortable doing that. Absolutely. She likes to talk, has a good personality. And, um, wait, what? We'll <laughs> ever shut the hell up and I have a good personality. No, no you he do. said you like to talk. Yeah. So no, <laughs> I think that leaders don't always have to be voice, you know, voiceless or person at the front of the line or the loudest, like you which were you, you, you covered. Yeah. So, um, so, but going with what that, do you think of leadership? Uh, again, like you said, it's it, it's someone who uh, makes everybody around them better, or maybe not even that, but is, has the ability to get people to do things they don't want to do, right? And still make them feel like they wanted to do it. Yep. Because Lord knows I had to do that on quite a routine basis, <laughs> and that's and that's that had to be tough yeah. in your job because we know you know in the military you're ranked. Okay, mm-hmm. so. First off, there's a fear of this guy could really screw me. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. True. So true. you got to get past that barrier where they trust you, where they want to do something. They look at you as a leader, not because of your rank mm-hmm. per se. Ex- yeah. Right. Cause that's totally different. Like, you know, if you went up to a um, general and they come in, talk to you, you, you're going to act a specific yeah, way because yeah, very much yeah. you're nothing to this guy yeah. in as far as ranks, right? You're a, <laughs> yes. a for as many stripes I had, yeah. I am shit to that. Yes. Guy. Right. Yeah. And think about how many people are underneath you. Yeah, exactly. right? So in and essence, how many people I'm going to take out in the aftermath. Yeah, right. So in essence, when uh, you have some person, some junior baby airman yeah. coming in, you know, can't even grow freaking facial, facial hair. hair. Yeah. yeah. And you got veteran Mo who 
by rank is like a general to them. Mm -hmm. Because they don't know any better. They don't know any better. He's so high, high up. Once you get past that barrier of, okay, these guys fear me because I can make their life hell, which you can in the military. You can can really wreck someone. And um, how do you break that mold of the fear of your rank? The, The structural, like being a structural leader versus like a actual leader. actual leader. Yep. Like for me, it was just always trying to get to learn about them, like who they were. Like they had to call me Sergeant Morris. I've always made it a point to learn their first names because I can call them Brian or Jenna or Brody. You know, I, I can do that because of just the way the structure is. And I found that because it's really easy to look at your name. Oh, hey, uh, Airman Mays, you know, it's real easy for me to figure out who you are just by looking at your chest. But I kind of felt like if I, showed them that I would actually take the time to learn what their first name was, then that's kind of like a barrier, mm-hmm. like, you know, kind of like a soft barrier. Oh shit. He called me Brian. Wow. That's kind of cool. How do you know my name? <laughs> you know, well, it's on your chest, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know, having lots of experience, and lots of time to learn different practices. You know, that was one of the things I found that, um, was, a uh, that first uh, step on that path to getting them to, um, trust me. Not necessarily, you know, they had to respect my rank, but I wanted them to trust me as a person for them to know that I wasn't going to lead them astray. I wasn't just going to use them as a uh, stepping stone for me to gain more fame or fortune or whatever. Um, Other things I would just kind of learn about what their um, interests were and what their hobbies were. Because there would be numerous times I would just go back and uh, hang out with them and just ask them and talk to them about shit that wasn't related to anything at work talk to them about video games, talk to them about sports, find some sort of common ground to where they found that I wasn't just interested in their um, progress at the military, but also interested in their daily lives as well. Because that was one way how I could figure out if they were comfortable with me uh, to talk about things that, quote, weren't important. When something important happened, right. then they would feel more comfortable talking to me. Right. Like when uh, they just found out... Uh, their mom's about to get evicted from their house because they can't pay rent or, Hey, you know, which is a real thing because in the military, right. You're, you're pulling from all sorts of demographics. I I have a microcosm of America right in front of me every day and every day. And they're, they're dealing with real shit. Like not, not saying I don't deal with real shit, but someone getting evicted or, you know, I'm a little tight on money this month is, Totally fucking different, yeah. right? Yeah. They have no money. Mm-hmm. Their family is going to be on the street. Mm-hmm. And, and, they have, and, 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 and no- he's not able to do his job correctly because he's worried about his mom being homeless. And we know he ain't making enough to help him. Absolutely not. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, you know, when you can break that barrier, Mo just said something that I kind of wrote down was get them to trust you. Mm-hmm. I think as a leader, there has to be some trust involved. Unless it's a dynamic situation, let's say, like, Janae always talked about active shooter stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's stepping up? Mm-hmm. Who's going to take control of this? Are we all going to hide in the bathroom in a stall until we all get fucking mowed Shot, down, yeah. right? Well, someone, someone needs to step up, right? So they may not trust you, but they're like, maybe someone will step up because you are, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to start that, what he called, um, spark. He'd be the spark, right? So, but I think trust is needed if you're an actual leader, like they have to trust that whatever direction you're going is in the positive. Like you said that, um, they had to trust that you weren't going to use them as a stepping stone Mm. or you weren't going to betray them. Say one thing. Once I was, once I was done with them. Yeah. Yeah. Say one thing and then then do another, Mm. like, 
hey, I need your help on this. We already know the military or anything that's structured like that. You can help them somehow, whether it's with a promotion, mm-hmm. a letter, or whatever it may be to help them in their career mm-hmm. at some point in time. Because as they rank up, your ass is ranking up most likely too. So you're, hopefully, right, <laughs> right. But I know you. I know there's bottlenecks and yeah. shit in the military. But even if you are, you know, ranking up, you're still going to be higher than what they are for the next 10, 15 years, yeah. anyways. And um, and then you'd also never know that little fucker. No, it did happen though because one of my goals was, you know, the very thing you said at the very beginning is making people around you better. One of my goals around halfway through my career is to get one of my airmen commission. And by the time I retired, I was lucky enough to have three. So that was like one of those goals that, um, that, uh, we'll explain that to everyone. So, okay. I'm sorry. So in, in the military, you kind of have two tracks. There's an officer and enlisted side. Uh, for me, I was enlisted, uh, meaning when I came in the military, I didn't have a bachelor's degree. So I was kind of like more on the technical side. Um, whereas on the officer side, all those people have a minimum of a bachelor's degree, at least in the air force. And they're more put in the operations. So uh, the easiest way to define that, and I'm not trying to offend anyone who's an officer because Steph, he's a lieutenant colonel. <laughs> Damn, I <laughs> but, didn't uh, know that. Yeah. What's up, man? But um, you know, uh, enlisted usually deal with people. Officers usually deal with policy. So um, that's kind of like the easy, vanilla, generic way to, uh, to, split, to split it down the side. I just want to, let me interject <clears throat> something. I don't think you're going to offend Steph. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. No. <laughs> so... Uh, that's the side that uh, I resided on. So one of my goals was to have one of the airmen that you know, was placed under my charge to motivate them to finish up their college education and to go and get one of these commissions uh, prior to my retirement. And like I said, I was very fortunate enough to where I convinced three people that this was something that was going to be positive for their family and for their future. So that was like, uh, I mean, there's lots of cool things that happened, but those were some of the, the coolest things that like, they didn't know that that was a goal for me, but they helped me fulfill a dream that I had. And some of them literally were not even born when I had this dream. Now, let me, let's give them an example. Um, over your career, if you had to estimate, how many airmen did you oversee? <laughs> Easily 2,000. Okay. So out of 2,000, he got three. Three, yeah. Right. That just shows you how, oh, hard, how, how, how challenging it is how to cross over. Yeah. yeah. And so Mo's one person, you take that across the entire military. That's like, it's very challenging what he's, he just tried to do. And obviously and I think it goes back to the trust thing. I feel like Mo right now, but, <laughs> but no, it goes back to the trust thing. If, if they didn't trust him, what he was saying on how it's going to benefit them, benefit their life, mm-hmm. they would have never seen it through. And sometimes as a leader, you can take that foot and you can kick him right in the ass and yeah. they're going to go do it because, in other words, they wouldn't. And no, you know, Jenna talks about how sometimes, you know, get the fuck up or stop being a little bitch when yeah. she's working up, working out. I'm using it at that point in time because we're at literally the most pinnacle point where she's either going to move on through that portion mm-hmm. or she's going to give up on herself. And I already know what's going to happen. I'm seeing her disappointment. I'm hearing her disappointment. I'm seeing her in tears that she underperformed. And she hasn't even done that yet, but I know where it's headed, right? Mm-hmm. So I got to give her the gotta swift. Keep it. Keep no, it. Yeah. yeah I got to give a swift <laughs> kick between the eyes sometimes. <laughs> and like, so she gets going, right? Yeah. Tell her, fix that ponytail to put Linda <laughs> we away. We say, she's not welcome here. <laughs> put Linda away. But I think the trust is needed as a leader because, you know, they trusted in Mo, right? And you have those, those three airmen that actually were commissioned. And that's, that's really, really cool, man. 
see, and the, the, the funny thing about all that, like while I was bitching at them and on their ass about getting their bachelor's degree, I had barely finished my associates. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but here's the thing, right? I think, no, but that was like one of those things I always like kind of chuckled to myself on the inside. But let's, yeah. let's bring this back to CrossFit real quick. Just because Mo didn't, he barely has had his associates, right? Doesn't mean he cannot be an effective leader. We talk about Bill Belichick all the time. He's not a he's football. He's never thrown a pass. Right? Never, never, yeah. But he has a Hall of Fame quarterback. Do you think that he didn't play a pivotal role in that his development? you think that he didn't play a pivotal role in that team being who they are? Like the, 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 they are like the epitome of the NFL. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to perform like the Patriots, you're behind. Everybody, much, everybody, yeah. everybody who, wants to perform like them. Who, yeah. who doesn't? They are the top tier franchise in the NFL, right? And I think it's cool too is, and I talked about how, you know, you helped this person help Mo out and he could be lower ranking. Mo could always help him out or this dude could fast track, mm-hmm. leap Mo. And then that and, guy's, that yeah. guy's going to remember that time that Mo was there for him and he didn't, you know, you know how that goes, yeah, yeah, right? Absolutely. The, the some, ass you kick today is, might be the ass you have to kiss tomorrow. Yes. And I always kept that in mind. <laughs> right. But, but I, I try and treat people, treat people in a way that they will remember me and would be willing to help me out if I ever needed them. So I never worried about kicking someone in the ass. No, I, I don't think you had yeah. to, but I'm saying that, right, uh, in the military, you're kind of screwed if that person leapfrogs you mm-hmm. and they fast track and yeah. they are above you. They will screw your life up. They will make your <laughs> They will career, remember. They will remember. And they yeah. have the power to, to do it. To do it. And the street, people talk shit all the time. Doesn't mean you're going to go beat their ass, right? Because yeah, exactly. now you're going to go to jail. But, but in the military. He can affect my paycheck. <laughs> definitely yeah. affects his paycheck. And if you don't believe that in the military, there's not get back. There's oh, get there back, is. right? But, the, the, but one to, to like kind of close loop on that, I remember, uh, clearly getting some hate texts and some uh, shitty phone calls when I sent them uh, my uh, invitations when I actually finished my degree. And they were like, you didn't even have your degree? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I-, I never said I did. I said you guys needed to get your degree. <laughs> I wanted you to learn from my mistake. <laughs> right? And, I, you know, I think as a, as a CrossFit trainer, uh, let's say you, you're kind of starting out and some, someone could look at someone else. Let's go a female trainer. Mm-hmm. And they don't have a ring muscle up. Does that mean they can't teach you how to do a ring muscle up? Bill, Belichick never threw a touchdown. So I think sometimes in CrossFit that can be done in the fact of uh, you are a trainer and you can be a leader and you can get them that muscle up without ever being able to do a muscle up yourself. And I think sometimes that takes the trust that, hey, this person knows what they're talking about. And there could be a filling out process of, mm-hmm. Okay, they gave me this, this guy. This, this, yeah. They gave me this information. I'm going to try it. And if I do well, okay, they kind of earn that little bit of trust and respect. Like last time they told me to do something, it clicked and I did it mm-hmm. and I performed better. So it kind of like they come back for more. Mm-hmm. You know, then now they, now they want all these little nuggets. Yeah. Like, so hey, about that muscle up. Yeah. Like, and maybe in the beginning, they would have never give that trainer the time of day because they're like, well, they can't do a muscle up. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a huge mis- misconception of CrossFit. That just because you don't maybe not have that particular skill set, it doesn't mean you don't have the capacity to teach someone that skill set. Absolutely. Because I kind of look at that Michael Jordan effect. Yeah. Michael Jordan in my lifetime, probably one of the greatest uh, individual basketball players of all time. Like he would put the team on his back routinely. Sorry, you LeBron James. Even with the the flu, you know, he'd go drop 60 on you. Um, But when it came time to turn that corner and he became a coach, 
I personally feel the reason why he struggled is because he didn't understand why he didn't have four or five guys that could go score 20, 10, 10 every night because that became so natural to him. So when he had to deal with people that weren't as good as him, he had a difficult time telling people and communicating and training people how to do what he did. That's why you see guys like Danny Ferry, a pretty decent basketball player. Jack Del Rio, pretty decent linebacker. Um, Bill Belichick, he never even played professional football, did he? I think he played at Yale. I could be wrong. I mean, he played college ball, I know that, but I don't think he ever played a snap in the Uh NFL. But in my lifetime, you know, right up there with Walsh, you know, and um, some of the greats, you know, of the last three decades. And he probably will, he'll probably tell you that he's not that good of an athlete or ever was. Well, I'm with, let's take this to a, a really messed up direction because I like that shit. Um, <laughs> let's, let, I'll, just, I'll just, I'll put myself out there. Mm. So let's say we had an opportunity, right? You have a, you have a camp, right? I'm going to set up an athlete camp and I advertise it. You have the option to do an athlete camp and this is to learn and to be a better athlete and to improve on your technique, right? Mm. And on whatever you may suck at. And I put myself out there or I put Matt Frazier out there, right? We both hold a camp mm-hmm. at the same time mm-hmm. and put registration out the same time. They cost the same amount of money. Mm-hmm. Who's going to go where? No one's even coming to me. They're going to go to Matt Frazier, right? Mm-hmm. Do they even know if Matt Frazier can coach? He's won, he's won four CrossFit championships. Why, why couldn't why, he coach? Exactly. <laughs> and, that, and that's the point. <laughs> They're going to go to him based off of his name. Yeah. Okay. He's not, he's not proven, he's not proven as a coach. Mm-hmm. He's not proven that he can fix you because mm-hmm. I've dealt with athletes who can't even fix themselves mm-hmm. is why they need a coach. <laughs> right. But they're phenomenal athletes. athletes. Yeah. They're phenomenal athletes, but they can't fix themselves. So I mm-hmm. want you to think about that. So Matt Frazier actually ended up using, um, to declare to yeah, his husband yeah. yeah, as a coach. I never knew that until he just won. No, he just, he just yeah. started, I think recently. He won the game. He worked up in this whole yeah. last games. Yeah. Yeah. He called Tia to uh, start working out together. And at first they were doing their own programming. And if they lined up where they could do the same stuff they did, mm-hmm. then he actually started doing Tia's programming through her husband. Mm-hmm. And he really loved it. And because he could explain it, Matt was just doing whatever. Mm-hmm. So it just shows you that sometimes you can say, Matt Frazier here, no one knows who I am in mm-hmm. essence, right? Then you got Matt Frazier. Oh, hell yeah, it's the same. It's 200 bucks or it's 200 bucks. Or go to Matt Frazier because he's a four times CrossFit game Game champion. champion. He's got to, he's going to definitely help me. He could go there. You could go there and have the absolute worst experience and learn nothing. Because guess what? You're going to have all these people, these top tier athletes go to this. They already think that they're badass. They're not going to get anything out of it because they're not there really to learn. They're there too because Matt Frazier. Matt Frazier experience. That's it. Yeah. Right. So when you, when you're looking at stuff like this, don't ever look at someone as their name or who they are. You go off of what they have done for others. And what Matt Frazier, I'm sure he could definitely coach, but I don't know how good of a coach he is, mm-hmm. right? Because he's not focused on that. What's he focused he's on? He's focused what? on being an athlete. He's fo- that's he, his profession. He, yeah. Yes, that's how he pays his bills now, right? And you're talking about someone with an engineering degree, right? So mm-hmm. he's smart. This beats engineering all day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> right? And do you want to build a bridge or exercise <laughs> or buy a bridge yeah, or buy a bridge? There yeah. you go. So I think that sometimes 
on the outside looking in as a leader, don't always assume that because someone has a specific name that they're a good leader or a good teacher or a good coach. Mm -hmm. You have to look at what have they done, who have they worked with, have they accomplished anything, or what is their reputation? Mm -hmm. Is what's Matt known for? Is he known for an athlete or a coach? Mm -hmm. Athlete, right? I'm not known as an athlete. I'm known more for a coach. So that's what I'm saying on the outside. Even Jenna would would go to the Matt Fraser one, right? (laughs) No, I wouldn't. I'm kidding. You better not. You you want to let somebody, uh, you know, I mean, another analogy is like, I'm not going to go to, I mean, even though they have that feeding the Frasers, Mm. I'm not going to go take a cooking class from them. Now, if they offered a meal. If they offered a meal, that's one thing. But am I going to go to that person or someone who graduated from Culinary Institute of America? Right. You know, or, yeah. or, or am I going to go to a class with Emerald or something like that? But you, but I think people will easily get that confused. Oh, he's a good athlete and he's holding a, he's coaching people at this camp versus, uh, whatever. I can't think of Tia's husband's name right now. Shane. Yeah. Shane. Shane's hosting a camp mm-hmm. and going to coach you how to become better. You put those two side by side and the people that have the intelligence to look at what the track record of yeah. both those people within that specific stovepipe. Yep. Then Shane. Then, gonna, yeah. Shane. Shane's, Shane's going to sell out. But now, now let's let's even go take but, this another yeah. rabbit hole. Why is he going to sell out? Because he's got well, in theory, what five CrossFit Games champions. Yeah. But look at what look at the vehicle he started with. <laughs> a pretty fucking sweet vehicle, right? <laughs> yeah. He, was, he wasn't driving a. <laughs> he wasn't driving a Hyundai. No, he's driving put a, a turbo on a it. Ford Fiesta. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm just saying like a festiva, but the, uh, yeah, you're right. You put a supercharger on a challenger. Now, now I won't discredit him. Okay. Here's why. He's obviously figured something out. You can have the best athlete in the world Mm -hmm. in all honesty. And they don't even know they're the best in the world. You know why? Because they haven't proven it yet. Mm -hmm. Through his coaching, through his programming, he has made someone who had the, I hate this word, potential. Like we're going to say the C word. What? Capacity. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, has the potential to be a champion, mm-hmm. right? Because in all honesty, we've talked about it. Uh, out of the top, the top 10 CrossFit Games athletes, you know, you could at any point in time could say any one of those 10 could win the games. Based on the, the If Frazier or Tia was not in it. <laughs> but, okay, yeah. you know, you, we'll, we'll throw that variable 10, in. You, yeah. you, you have a chance for second every, there you go, every there single you go. year. That's, okay, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so even though that no one knew that he coached, he knows he, that she, he is Tia's coach. Mm-hmm. But is he Tia's coach because they're in a relationship? Mm-hmm. Or is he Tia's coach because he knows his shit? And so people are going to assume that it's because they're, they're going to try and poke holes in that. Yeah. They're going to say, oh, it's because they're together and he, she don't want to hurt his feelings. Well, in reality is he was always helping when she started her initial training mm-hmm. on her track stuff. And that kind of evolved into a relationship and he evolved as a, as a programmer. Mm-hmm. And I, I love some of the behind the scenes stuff of yeah, the CrossFit where, where they talk about he is sitting there and he is ingrained. He's like, he's watching the leaderboard. He's doing what a coach should be doing. Mm-hmm. He's not, he just ri- happens to be her husband. He's not riding the coattails of Tia. No. He did. I would say without, without him, Tia maybe would never have won the games because of her mentality. Mm-hmm. Him having that close relationship with her on that side can also help with that men- mental game that mm-hmm. she struggled with as an athlete. Um, we mentioned real briefly and kind of digging this a little bit more, but talking about different types of leaders. We talked about that out front vocal leader, the, um, the informal leader, um, and I guess the situational leader. 
you know, for lack of a better term. Like you're talking about the, um, the situational leader, I refer to Aaron Gennetti's when you talk about the active shooter where mm-hmm. someone just takes charge of that particular situation. But in, in other circumstances, uh, that person might not be equipped or even capable or willing to take a leadership role in a different position when it comes to like, okay, let's make the lunch schedule. No, right. <laughs> yeah. they, that just not, might not be they know, their thing. They know that, look, I'm not going to sit here and get shot. Yeah. I'm either going to smoke this dude or I'm, I'm going to die trying, trying to, to smoke this dude. Yeah. Like, and I'm going to try to save you who probably would not even give me the time of day any other day. Mm-hmm. Cause you're, you know, it's just how society is. Mm-hmm. Look at law enforcement. They're always sacrificing their life every single day for people who'd shoot them in the back in a second, in or, a, yeah. you know, or, you know, spit on them or talk smack about them. Those same people call and still need law enforcement at some point in their I, life. I think there's someone trying to break in my house. Yep. Yeah. You know, that's as a, as a law, law enforcement officer, you know, you should be able to just keep a tie and be like, yep, I'm going to take this other call first. Can you go ahead and bump them yeah, up? Someone's and- got a cat in the tree. I'm going to go check that out. <laughs> Supposedly. But no. Um, what were we going with that? Vocal leaders versus non-vocal. And so, and I think this is kind of where Jenna comes into, into play here where, you know, she's not the one that's like, uh, I mean, she does tackle people as soon as they show up, mm-hmm. but she's not like the one that's like, uh, Hey, you know, Hey, stick with me and I'll show you the ropes around here. CrossFit access and you'll be an awesome athlete and you'll be able to compete with us and blah, blah, blah. You know, where she just kind of, I think it's more of a, a nurturing type leadership like a, um, for lack of a better phrase, like a parental type thing. Like you, you, um, are a very quiet person by nature, but, and I think a lot of times you have the ability to see people that walk into a situation. You're like, Oh, that person looks a little uncomfortable. They must be new. I haven't seen that, but let me go make them feel at home. I'll Um, give you an example and she can kind of touch on this. Do you like to be uncomfortable at all? No. Okay. So would you think that contributes to you want to go help people when you see them? Cause you don't want them to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, for sure. But I think a lot of times I think because that's the standard that's been set here too. Like not that, not saying that I wouldn't, but I don't think that what I do is any different than what other people are doing here. Were you like, like that? Like in, in other sports, like when you were in college and stuff like that too? I mean, I've always been a really outgoing person. Like, I mean, honestly, the reason why I feel like I've been, I'm not like balling or anything and I'm not the best photographer in the world, but I think that like, you know, when we talked about knowing your strengths, I feel like my strength is being able to relate to people and talking. So the business side for me is something that I like Mm -hmm. and the relationship. building. Yeah. And I, I I like, I genuinely do like my clients. Like I, if I didn't, then yeah, we've I, had this discussion. Yeah, before, if I didn't, know. then I really like wouldn't even want to work with you, to be honest. Yeah. Like, it's just not going to work. Somebody else can work with you and better serve you. But um, I don't know. Like for in here, though, I just feel like that that's been the standards that standard that has been set. Not saying that I wouldn't already do that, mm-hmm. but a lot of other people do that too. Like, it's not like I do anything different that other people don't really do because that's what's been set in here. Like. That's what you do when someone comes in and you greet them because you remember how it felt shitty or uncomfortable when you were coming into something intimidating. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, we have so many different standards that have been set, but like, it's not even, it doesn't even always have to be vocalized. Like, you know, we clap for everybody. Sometimes, pe- like, maybe we need a reminder or something, but when we're done, 
if I if I don't clap and other people don't clap, then no one else is gonna clap, right? But so I I guess the, like, the spark. like yeah, yeah, and everybody takes on that leadership role whether they think they are or they're not. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like when people are new, it's like wow, that's really cool. But then they start to do that, and then they become kind of like that leader, mm-hmm. that informal leader, yeah, to other people. But I don't I don't really think I do anything different than other people. And most, most leaders don't. So if you're a leader, you're, you don't look at yourself like I'm going over and beyond. <laughs> you're like, wait, no, okay, okay. All right. Is there, does everybody see me? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to start sure clapping first. I'm going to start, I'm gonna start clapping yeah. first. So everybody see me clapping first? Yeah. I'm sure yeah, some yeah. people do though. <laughs> some people are fucking like, <laughs> yeah, that. but those are those guys we talked about in the beginning. Like yeah. they, they want to be leaders, but you're right. I think uh, leaders by nature don't want to be in the spotlight, but they want to lead from the front. Like, like, hey, let's Quietly. go. Yes. I'll, you can be, you can be vocal. Like, hey, let's go get your shit together. We're moving. Like, it's that simple, right? Mm-hmm. It's, if you look at military, like it's, it's that simple. Like, hey boys, yeah. I don't care. Fuck scared. Yeah. We got to go do this. Cause yeah. if not, we, we, our other boys could get hurt. Right. Yep. So that leaders got to step up and go do that. Or here, like Jenna, if she, if, if everybody's laying down, they're trashed. They could easily, you know, from the workout, right? Next class is coming on. Maybe. Right. But if she gets up and goes up to someone uh-huh. and gives them a high five when they're still dead, yeah. they're going to get up and start going and to do high to somebody five. else. So I think. Because I've even seen Eric do that. And it's, it's like, it, it's cool. Like, I mean, you hear Eric talk about himself and, you know, he doesn't give himself enough credit. But there's been times when I've come in here, like, as we're getting ready to record and he's trashed. You know, and he gets up and he's like, good job, good job, good, good job, guys. He's yeah. high-fiving everybody. Just, that sounds and, just like him. And, it did sound just and, like and, him. And trying his best to muster whatever energy he has to still let everybody know that they put in good work that day. Yep, you're yeah. right. And those are the type of leaders. At, at the expense of his oxygen. Yeah, <laughs> but he would not view himself as a leader at that Absolutely point. Not. When in reality, I think it's, it's contagious. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Aaron was from day one when he came in here, um, he, something I've always still, and I still love is hearing, uh, when he's waiting, he, he's always saying, you know, great job guys to the next class when he's even sitting there, he's taking care of his, his body, but he's engrossed into them putting out. And, you know, it's, it's very encouraging for me as a leader of this to hear other people stepping up in these roles mm-hmm. as leaders, because you know how it is. You have someone that is the leader, mm-hmm. right? Uh, of the pack, mm-hmm. right? There's but, always a herd boss. Yeah. yeah. But does not mean there's not other leaders that are no. sprinkled throughout because I know I could name, I could rattle off multiple leaders on top, top of my head who lead different sections of this gym mm-hmm. that are critical for success, mm-hmm. right? Because it doesn't matter if this is what we said, hey, this is the precedent. This is what it is. It takes other people to buy into that and then also lead by example. And then people, like we were talking to the letters that look up to you, mm-hmm. they're going to fall right in place or someone that's new, like they don't know to get up and high five, but when everybody goes to high five them, their ass is going to get up and start going to high five everybody. Cause mm-hmm. they don't want to be that person. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause this is what we do. This is what we do. Either you fall in line or you get out. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Yeah. Right. So yeah, leadership can be quiet. Don't have to be the vocal. You don't have to be the head of the pack. You can still be a leader, um, but just stay away. Don't force it. If you try to force to be a leader, then you're only going to look stupid. Well, and it's not going to come off as genuine. Yeah, I was just about to say, it looks fake as shit and people see through it. I hate that. Okay, AKA looks stupid. You're going to look really stupid if you're trying to make, you know, force that, you know, square peg in a round hole. It's not going to go. Unless you're a Marine. (laughs) (laughs) It will fit. 
<laughs> this is a square circle. It's just bigger. Hit it harder. <laughs> I'll make it a circle. Um, but yeah, shout out, Devil Dogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ja- Jamie. Yeah, shout out, brother. <laughs> yeah, I think that the leadership, though, is very critical in society. It's critical in the gym. It's critical in life. Mm-hmm. Um, and how can you help a leader, I think, is real important, too, is um, as a leader, you like people who we find it, uh, we appreciate a lot when someone, like the person messes Jenna, like she should feel good about that, right? Someone's seeking you out to give them information. The guy we buy uh, IED, IEDs, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Don't come get me, government. <laughs> Not IEDs. That'd be bad to send to other gyms, right? Yes, yes it would. <laughs> yeah. The guy we buy AEDs from. <laughs> Fuck. Sorry. Uh, but uh, the guy we did, he, he was talking about possibly, you know, eventually opening a gym. And he just kind of shot me a message mm-hmm. when we were exchanging because I sent out the AEDs. And, um, you know, I, I, it means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. I literally, I, it was one of those times. I had stuff to do. I was sitting out in front of the bank. Literally, I, was, mm-hmm. I drove to the bank. He called me, got in that conversation. I didn't want to go to the, through the tellers and have them interrupt. Uh-huh. or I didn't want to act like I wasn't giving him attention. Mm-hmm. So then I just put it off. And I was supposed to do it today, but I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. But tomorrow I'll get it done. Yeah. But that's sort of thing. Urgent I, versus important. Yeah. And I, I, as a leader, I, I like that. I, I appreciate that. It makes... Someone felt highly enough about you and comfortable enough with the relationship they have with you that they felt they could give you a cold call and ask you for advice on something that may change their life. Yeah. yeah right. And yeah. I don't ever want to be in the spotlight and I don't ever want to be, you know, I don't know. You want to be a leader, but you don't want to be looked at as the leader. Like, it's kind of, it's a weird You're feeling. not standing up on a soapbox with an S on your chest saying, hey, I'm, uh, I'm the dude. Yeah. I'm the dude. I don't yeah. want that. And, 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 it, and, and that, to your point, you know, just, it's a little uh, uncomfortable sometimes when people come to you and you're like, oh shit, they, they're coming to me. Mm. Oh, I can't fuck this up. You know, I, someone's trusting me. Okay. Right. Let me. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to sit in the car. I'm not going to go in the bank. Okay, I need to listen to everything you're saying and I need to make sure I get this right because he, this person trusts me. Crap. And, and you know what the funny thing yeah. is? Is you're sitting here flipping your shit, yeah. but it's something you've done for the last four years or 10 years of your life. You've done this a thousand times, but yeah. now that someone actually is saying, coming to you and be like, hey. As, a, as, a, as an expert. Yes. Yeah, and you're like, oh. Uh, what are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> See. I own, I own a gym? Yeah. <laughs> what, right? I don't know what to do. Now what do I do with my hands? Yeah. Like, you know, but the, it's funny because you, you really, you do something you do daily. People... Uh, it's kind of like we do the notes in here that I was talking about. Why we started that is because there's people in here that don't realize that people look up to them because they are not maybe the top athlete or the mm-hmm. top competitive athlete, but they people respect their respect their hustle, hustle, and how much they like Eric, how much he's always encouraging and cheering on. Even in the middle of class, he's literally coming off the bike. He can't even breathe, but he's saying, great job, guys. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, whatever. He's still doing that. People appreciate that, but he would never know that. That's why we do that. Mm -hmm. And as a leader, sometimes you don't realize people look up to you and view you as a leader. Until until, someone tells you. Until someone says. So you get that phone call when you're trying to go into the bank. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or. Or like the first time for me, you know, because back before we had email, you know, I got a, I got a letter from someone <laughs> saying, <laughs> it was a pigeon. Yeah. yeah, but someone sending me a letter and be like, hey, you know, 
I don't know if you remember me. I worked with you here, blah, blah. You know, just want to let you know that talk we had, blah, blah, blah. I'm doing this and that. I'm like, holy. And like, I remember one time specifically, I, uh, a guy came up to me that we were stationed at a previous base together. I totally don't remember the conversation. Uh, it was, I, I was going through some shit in my career at that time, but I must've just like been having a really good day. But I guess this guy came and talked to me about my particular job. And I must've just had my salesman hat on that day and like removed myself from my frustration and my anger. And I had a, and I sold, I was selling my car, my, my air force vehicle. And I told the guy like how much I love my job and what I did and blah, blah. And he was like, he's like, do you remember me? And I'm like, yeah, I remember you. And in the back of my mind, like, I don't remember you. And he was like, yeah, you know, after having that conversation with you, you know, it gave me the courage to go you know, apply for retraining and I got the same job and blah, blah. And now I'm in the reserves and I'm doing this and I'm working at this hospital and I'm doing that. And I'm like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, I don't remember you, dude. I was like, I must've been having a really good day because I was like, I was about an inch away from getting kicked out of the Air Force at that point. And, you know, someone gave me a chance and, you know, maybe I was just like starting to just focus on that, that light at the end of the tunnel because I wanted to survive. Yeah. And this guy just happened to, you know, it was a test from the universe to see if I had my shit together. And like three or four years later, I run into this guy and he tells me his success story. And I'm like, you're welcome. You know, like, I don't want to take credit for that, but it was just like one of those things where I was like, wow, I helped someone. For uh, sure. And yeah, I, yeah. I think we could probably close on this in that um, sometimes we, uh, I don't know, he comes to you and he's seeking advice and he, you, you never really kind of viewed yourself as a leader, but leaders, what they'll end up doing a lot of times they're able to remove themselves from whatever turmoil is going on in their lives <laughs> and yeah. literally, literally, right. And make a better decision or offer better feedback mm. and they don't let the outside noise interfere with their leadership because mm. it's very easy, right? If we let our emotions get involved as a leader, right? If you, if you're a leader and you're always emotionally like just exploding and mm. everything else is tied into you and you can't focus on what the actual, you know, direction is, you, you instead of being, you know, laser pointed, you're going to be like, a big fan of direction. You have no idea. You, you're going to go, you could go a hundred different ways, mm -hmm. but when you're actual, in my opinion, a leader who's focused, they remove themselves from anything bad that's going on in their life. They remove themselves from the, the shittiest day they may have had in the last six years. Mm -hmm. And they'll give you the absolute best decision and direction because they know that they have to remove that in order to make a conscious decision. Mm -hmm. They're not going to maybe help someone. They're not going to be sloppy. Imagine if you <laughs> yeah. didn't remove yourself from that situation and you were sloppy with how you did it. Yeah. This guy would have never, he would have never done what he did. Yeah. Think about that. One conversation. That, that, that's scary to me. But, but I'm saying know? it's one conversation and you as a leader and you even know you were being a leader at that time, yeah. right? You removed yourself from whatever the hell is going on in the Air Force. About being kicked out is a pretty big deal. It's pretty significant, yeah. <laughs> and it stays with you, <laughs> yeah. right? And uh, you're able to remove yourself and actually impact this guy's life. And you had no idea. You just had a conversation. Yeah. And that's why Mo is a leader. And you do these things subconsciously sometimes through your day. But he made that choice to remove himself from the bad to give the good. And same thing with the coaches, you know, and and. and every leader within a facility, you know, if you don't think you're a leader, you're probably fooling yourself. There's somebody in that facility that looks up to you for, for something, whether it's because, you know, you show up, you know, 
on time every time for that 5 a.m. class Mm -hmm. or you're the first one to always help someone break down their bar or maybe because, you know, you're that single mom with a couple kids who still hold it down, you know, and and sticking to your nutrition plan or, you know, there's something that you're doing that is impacting another person in your community. And you got to respect that because people are looking at you to help them get through their, their journey. Nothing else to be said. (laughs) Don't look at me. I have nothing awesome to say. But but meanwhile, like I said, Blake and Sebastian were like, man, that's garbage you learned in some like NCO Academy training course or something. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever, man. You say that shit and it it sticks to someone. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. I think as a leader, you're always pulling things from life, from your own experiences, other people's experiences that you've talked to, um, your own situational awareness, your own research. Life. Your, own, your own philosophy, your own life. And as a leader, you take all that information and you start building this data bank of... Yeah. It's, it's, it's all in your toolbox. It I is. mean, you guys are leaders to how many people that are listening, though? You guys like I said, once your, we got over 200, I stopped counting. advice? Yeah, but people <laughs> message and they look to you guys for advice because they're listening. So, And we talk I, about yeah. that means a lot to us. Yeah. That people yeah. would reach out to us. Um, and send us delicious treats from all over the globe. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, and it's still awkward to me not to oh, answer the question, but yeah. for the fact that it's crazy that y'all are listening to us uh, talk right now because we're in a room. Yeah, the just three the three of us. us. And um, it's still weird. It is. But know that you're always welcome to reach out. Yeah. Anything that we've given you is real shit. It's not like. We're not we, making this no, up. If we, if, we, if we say we will help you if you reach out, we will literally help you if you reach out. If you have a question, if you have a, a problem, yeah. uh, we've had it happen numerous times. Yeah. And to, and like I said earlier, as a leader, you, you like, you, it makes you feel. Uh, we don't live for it. No, but. but if, we live for it. But you, right. <laughs> yeah. We want to yeah. help people, we, right? We, we don't sit there and check the Instagram messenger and the email like, oh, oh, let me solve someone's problem yeah. today. Let me see. Yeah, but, right. when, but when we're blessed with someone giving us the opportunity to maybe give advice on something, it's like, that's super humbling and. Uh, humbling. That's the best word you yeah, can use. It's, it's super humbling. It is. It's very humbling. And know that we appreciate you even wanting to reach out to us. It's an honor to me. I know each time. Oh, absolutely. And I know Mo feels the same way at him, him as a leader. Um, but yeah, don't ever hesitate. And we're always here for you. Um, if you have any other like questions that um, aren't really serious, just go to Jenna. <laughs> She's great at that. Wow. <laughs> if you want to know how to set your F-stop, Jenna's your chick. Or if you have Apple support mm-hmm. questions. Oh, yes, yeah, if you have Apple support she has, questions. Uh, she has she a great number. Online. I talked yeah. to someone on the phone last week about a question, so... There y'all go. Well, we have to talk shit. One Jenna. out of it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just a few well, shit, man. Mo Mo talked to one guy. He never even you don't even remember who the hell he was. Changed his whole life. Yeah, changed his career. Who knows? You may have changed someone's life, Jenna. Yeah, dude. Look at you being a little bit of leader. Oh, you such a little. You never know, man. You mm-hmm. never, never know. know. Yeah, you don't know. I never knew. I I knew. I never knew. I was. I just knew. I didn't. I was tired of people telling me shit that wasn't right. <laughs> So, like, so you figure you might as well tell I, people some right if stuff. If I'm getting yeah. in trouble, I might as well do my own actions and feel better about it instead of this person saying, hey, go do this. Yeah. And then I get in trouble like, no, I'm going to take my own fucking reins. Like, yeah. You ain't getting me in trouble again, mother effer. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Yeah. I think that brings this week's episode to a close. I am Mo and I'm out. Peace. Bye. Better, much better. That is better.
I'm still, yeah, 10.22, I'm dissatisfied. Thank you for listening to the One More Rep Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at One More Rep Podcast, or on Twitter at Can I Get One More, or shoot us an email at Can I Get One More at gmail.com. Oh, I got a higher dose of CBD oil. Don't be expensing this shit to the show. You look like a fucking douchebag. Look at you. List. Get your list up. I know it by hey, heart. Sound effects. Not because. I'm using relaxed melodies. Bunch of bitches.